Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed by guests and podcast participants are their own and do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of All About Me podcast, its host, or any affiliates or subsidiaries. Guests and participants are solely responsible for the content of their analysis, comments and opinions. GTV and Unshackled Productions produces this podcast for entertainment and informational purposes only. The podcast and its content are not intended to provide financial, legal or contractual advice. Nothing on this podcast should be considered a solicitation to buy or an offer to sell any commitment to any long-term music contract. The All About Me podcast is not responsible for any errors or omissions in reporting or for any actions taken based on the podcast's content. All About Me podcast its affiliates and subsidiaries also do not take responsibilities for music copyright infringements. That responsibilities rely solely on the artist. Music played is for promotional and entertainment purposes only. Lastly, this podcast may contain adult subject matter. Listening discretion is advised. Coming out of the podcast universe. At the speed of sound, straight to your ears. Prepare to be entertained. It's the All About Me podcast. With your host, Infinite and Brick. Hello, hello, everyone. What's good, everybody? It's your man, Infinite. It's your man, Brick. How y'all doing, man? Yeah, back at it again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. The All About Me podcast show, episode nine. Episode nine, all about me. Me, Yeah. Me. There you go. Um, Today's episode, we're going to be talking about how the sales have declined in the genre of hip-hop and rap. But before we get to that, we're going to do a little music history mm-hmm. on this date of October 21st. So, on October 21st, 2007, Kid Rock and five members of his entourage were arrested after an argument with a man escalated into a fight in the restaurant in Atlanta, Georgia. Kid Rock tour bus was pulled over by police after it left the scene. Rock was released after posting a thousand dollar bond, which is roughly 490 pounds in um, European money, English money. Bail. Kid Rock also had the number one album on the U.S. charts with Rock and Roll Jesus. His 11th album released and first to debut at the top of the chart. Damn, he was on one when he was, yeah. <laughs> he was on one during that time. Right, so in 1992, George Michael took Sony Records to court in a fight over his contract with the company. He lost his case in 1994, and Michael, less than 10 years later, was working with Sony again. Okay. So... On this date in 2006, Evanescence were at the number one on the U.S. album chart with their second album, The Open Door. It became the 700th number one album in Billboard since the chart became a weekly feature in 1956. Okay. In 1976, The Who, Keith Moon played his last show with The Who at the end of a North American tour at Maple Leaf Gardens, Toronto. On September 7, 1978, Moon died of an overdose of a sedative, heminephrine, that that he had prescribed 
he had been prescribed to prevent seizures induced by alcohol withdrawal. Wow. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. On this date in 2001, P. Diddy, concert at Madison Square Garden and the RFK Stadium, <clears throat> excuse me, in Washington were expected to raise millions in funds for the victims of the September 11th attack. Stars who appeared included Michael Jackson, Tom Petty, Paul McCartney, David Bowie, Eric Clapton, and The Who. Okay. In 1972, Chuck Berry started a two-week run on at number one on the U.S. singles chart with My Dingling, his first and only U.S. and U.K. number one, 17 years after his first chart hit. Okay. 1997 on this date, Elton John's Candle in the Wind. 97 was declared by the Guinness Book of World Records as the biggest selling single record of all time with 31.8 million in sales in less than 40 days and raising more than 20 million pounds of charity. Dang. That's yeah, major right there. Definitely got to get, get up for that. Bomb for that cuz that's major right there. All right, and another thing is 1972 on this date, Curtis Mayfield started a four-week run at number one on the U.S. album, album chart with soundtrack to Superfly. Okay. Jesus. Yeah, I like that. All right, so 1995 on this date, Green Day singer Billy Joel was arrested and fined $141 after mooning at the audience during a gig in Milwaukee, and that's your history in music on this date of October 21st. Mm-hmm. All right, so now let's get into it, man. A topic I saw on Instagram. I, you know, I just be scrolling on Instagram, and um, I seen a post about Juicy J. He was talking about how hip-hop sales are down 40%. So I just want to talk about that, and we're going to just go back and forth and just get our ideas of why we think it's why we think the sales are down 40%. So you want me to start first or would you like to go first? Uh, I'll chime in. Um, what I'm thinking, and this is just my opinion, um, I think um, hip-hop is going through a manifestation. You know what I'm saying? It's in its cocoon. It doesn't know what direction it wants to go in. It's coming, you know, I think it's starting to switch back to its original style. So there's a lot of you know, um, mix up going on and people not knowing what they want to do. And, um, the industry doesn't really know what to do with their artists. And I think people are starting to, mm, I wouldn't say dislike, but, um, not really trending towards that style of hip hop no more. So they're not going to the shows they're not buying the albums because they don't think they're getting their money's worth anymore. And right. I think that, you know, that's, that may be a sign of, um, you know, why it's declining now. That's not an educated guess or even an educated opinion. It's just my opinion. You know, what I, what I, what I see and what I think. And, you know, when I hear when people talk, so what's your thoughts on that? And I think it's down right now because it's like, it's just um, too fast paced right now. Like it's not, um, not enough time to let like the music settle in and like people really like get to um, get to indulge in the music. Cause like, 
Somebody so come out. It? Yeah, they they microwaving it. Feel me? Cause oh. like, um, the, you come out with a track today, and then like next week they want a new track, or the track you came out with now is like it's already considered old. Feel me? So like after a week. Yeah. So people have the artists had to um, <laughs> the artists had to keep on um coming out with like new new stuff, new stuff. So it's like the people are not being able to get um fall in love with the tracks and stuff, and then. Like when they go to the shows and stuff, or they can't like marinate in it. Yeah, yeah, facts. Yeah. Like you gotta marinate. Yeah, facts. That's a good word. You gotta like marinate in it. Like for me, I listen to kind of the same type, of, not the same artist, but I listen to like what I listen to because I like to um marinate in the things. I don't like to like keep jumping off like to other artists and um because I want to be knowing what I'm listening to. I don't want to just keep like listening just to listen. Like I'll be listening to it like. To get a like to get a feeling. Whenever I listen to music, it's like yeah. to feel a certain way. Feel me? So I feel you. Yeah. And it's a, it's um it's crazy that um I believe we talked about this in some other um episodes um how influential hip hop is. Mm-hmm. It's 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 to me you know, and I think it's to the to the rest of the world that it's the most influential genre of music. And for it to be declining like that, what does that mean? for the trends and fashions and things that people depend on hip hop to guide them through life on what to do and what to say and what to wear. Mm-hmm. Where's that going to go? I mean, what genre is going to take over or where does that leave us? <laughs> Cause we ain't going to have people deciding for us what's going to be, you know, trendy to do, say, or wear. Facts. I think like the, the thing, like the problem, the thing, given that problem or aiding to that problem is like that it's so many, it's so much I, like access for every, anybody to like literally anybody could like put music out now and like they could do, they could put their out, they could get it to everywhere on their own and stuff. So it's not, it's like a easy, it's way easier process than what it was like back in the day and stuff. So it's, it's like more people are getting through that turnstile than they used to than yeah. back in the days. So it's yeah, like, like they don't more people me. in the room type. It's like overcrowded type. And, and and nobody really has to prove themselves. All you got to do is be um, cute, look yeah. good, mm-hmm. say some cool things, have some TikTok videos that were trendy and stuff like yeah. that, and you win. Yeah, so I feel like that's, the, it's like, it's so, the access to it is so f- fucking open right now. It's like... <laughs> It's it's that's why it's it's too Target. it's too many it's too many people like oversaturated some, yeah facts like some people you gotta like have the reality with yourself like it, even myself you can use me as an example I know I can't rap I do my thing I smoke and stuff and I do freestyle and stuff but that's just like having fun I don't I know not to like. I want, you ain't feel, out there recording and doing shows and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I'd be wasting my time, feel me, like, if I was doing that, feel me? So instead, what I do, I pick up the camera because it's another element of the of the thing. I'm still involved with the thing. Speak I may it. not be the rapper. You still could get... It, to it. me, it's not about the bag, but you for y'all, part of it. It's, it, you could still get the same bag doing the thing with the camera, feel me? Mm. It's all about how you do your work and stuff like that, feel me? And right. You got to work your way up, just how the rappers work their way up, feel me? But mm. you got to know, you got to... Be real with yourself. Like, not everybody got to be the artist for me. Some people could be the manager. Some people could be like the booking agent. Some people could be like the the hospitality person. So you, yeah, there's but, mad different roles for you to you play. But you got people out here that want to be that Renaissance person, and yeah. you know, 
they 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 in all these different trades and the master of none of them but they're getting paid for each one of them you know mm-hmm. that's how that's how greedy people are out here mm-hmm. all right so with that being said now we spoke on it what do you think hip-hop rap or however people want to classify it needs to do to get back on the right path I think it needs to do like what we seeing like little by little by little is like more of the artists that came before like back in the day they're trying to like start their own labels or they're like becoming like the head people at the labels that's been around like Def Jam and stuff and like how Papoose he got promoted at TuneCore so now he's like kind of running it and stuff so like yeah it's like Snoop Dogg taking over Death Row yeah so if like our people from back in the day that like had those positions or they got you know they have their stamp in, in in the game and are able to move up in the um labels or create their own labels where they could come together or do it even do it on their own but like you know bring the real artists back it's gonna happen it's coming back little by little like people like you know yeah. dave east and griselda and them mm-hmm. and then like he said snoop doing his thing out yeah. there so it's coming back Snoop really doing his thing bro, yeah, for real yeah facts it's coming back little by little so we just gotta see like I, again, the thing probably is the problem is just the microwave. It's just microwave yeah. stuff. And right that now. doesn't just go for hip hop. That's got to go for all genres of music, yeah. man. Bring back those real singers. Bring back those real musicians. Bring back those um, people that are about the music. Now, I'm not saying the elements that we have today can't be a part of it, but we need that along with the elements we have today. Mm-hmm. And I believe if you mesh them together, man, you could be making some pretty dope music. Or, and like, um, I got to tell you about this. It, it just goes on along the lines with this. Um, I was seeing like Bow Wow. It's not exactly what he said, but he was saying like another problem with hip hop is that uh, there's no artist development. Feel me? It's like, mm. it's just whoever got mm. the most trendy thing and is lit right there at the moment. They about to sign you, give you the bag, maybe give you a crazy deal, like yeah. a, a jacked up and deal. And just make that quick money and use you up until you're no longer relevant. Yeah. And yeah. that's pretty profound coming from somebody who hasn't been in the game for a minute. You would figure he would say something, you know, being bitter. Mm-hmm. But he, he, that, him saying that, if he said that, that that's that's profound, man. Because mm-hmm. you do need artist development. And I say that, even though I'm not in the industry, people need to develop themselves as artists. Just can't be making music, you know, for your people and stuff like that. And then get up on the stage and do some old stuff. You got to have stage presence mm-hmm. when you're on that stage. You got to interact with the crowd. Fact. When you're doing these videos, you got to have facial and body language. You got to be camera savvy. So, you know, make this shit happen and, and take your art and your craft seriously because that's what's going to keep people gravitating towards you, you know? Mm-hmm. Divine. We talking because yeah, like we already know, like it's definitely needs to be artist development. Because like you said, you got to know how to perform. You got to have the endurance. It ain't just like you smoke like fifty flips or fifty L's and you drink and you go on stage and you think you about to be right. You're gonna be running out of breath. But you're gonna be tripping yeah. over your words. You're gonna be sounding crazy. Like definitely. Now that, that can be a part of it. I mean, you can drink and smoke, but if you can be professional at the same time, then do you. Mm-hmm. But make sure you give that audience that paid their hard-earned money to come see this show, make sure you give them show. Show that showmanship, stage present, because people are not going to spend their hard-earned money 
and you up there doing one song and then you drop the mic and go off off the stage to the backstage to um you know saying um get with some fans and, and and smoke and drink and stuff like that people ain't going for that and i think that may be a problem or one of the problems i should say on why it's declining because people are not getting their money worth and they feeling some type of way or what do you what do you think some things could be like for um I, you say it then i said um people like the artists could do it so the fans could get their money worth all right so there's been some um shows that artists have made um like their seats 25 dollars. it's not for the whole um venue but it's for a good amount of venue so they they make you know people have ticket prices will be 25 dollars to go to the show now i'm not saying they're the best seats but sometimes the um the people who are doing the show they'll have like say 16 seats in the front row and then 16 seats to the left of the stage and then uh 22 and you know and like that and they'll come up to a certain amount of seats they'll all be 25 dollars so you know you're giving back to your your fans the buying audience and things of that nature and not taking them for granted so i think that's a good idea like some people i know you you're about making your money but if you're already established and you've already made a great amount of money give back to the fans if you want them to keep coming to see you at these shows and let them know that you care about them and that they're relevant to your success mm -hmm. i know it's kind of crazy right now like well it's just the times we live in now that you, but i feel like the artist should be like more close like not closer to the fans but have more interaction with them like go do like a signing or something or go. yeah so like after the show you sit out there and you sign um um breasts and hands and yeah, albums and, and posters yeah. and hats and stuff like that show them that you care about them yeah. and that you just not a um they're not just a a, a, a another click on your own register you know, and even though like it's crazy now, times just ha just do it with security. Feel me? Do it with the police. Like, let's do it the right way. Like, can I speak on this one moment? Yeah. Back in the day, when I used to go to hip hop shows, the, the the performers used to get off the stage with no security and walk in the crowd. Like, I remember taking one of my girlfriends back in the day. She got a picture with Biz Marquee. Um, another time, um, when we went to go see Eddie Murphy, she got to go backstage and go in his dressing room and things of that nature. It's like the, um, the performers back in the day when they used to have those bud fests and summer fests and all those type of things, when they used to have multiple artists coming on these tours from city to city, they used to go out in the audience when they got off stage. They didn't stay backstage getting high, getting drunk or, you know, fucking groupies and stuff like that. They used to come out into the audience and, 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 and mingle with the, um, with the people who, who paid their money to come see them perform and stuff like that. And, and the fans loved it and ate that shit up, man. All it takes is like a picture with you or, or, or shaking your hand and that can go a long way. All right, facts. And then they, that make them want to come back and see you again. Just Definitely. Maybe get another chance. Hey. Yeah. All right. All right. So you um got anything in closing before we get into our new segment? Uh, not just, I say just, do better. <laughs> That's the message. Do better. And Don't. and know your role. Like, it's not... Man, this life thing is serious, man. And sometimes you can't be wasting your time doing stuff you ain't supposed to be doing. You got to know what you're right. doing in this life so and don't take your fans for granted yeah, you know what i'm saying because we 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 like you for what you provide you know because it's therapeutic to us but don't take us for granted man you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. all right so with that being said we got a new segment 
And it's going to talk about collabs that don't go together. So this is our segment called Oil and Water Don't Mix. Everybody in their right fucking mind knows water and oil don't mix. So why the fuck did they do it? Why the <laughs> fuck did they do it? Swear. Now, I got one on my mind. Now, my favorite all-time rapper is the God MC Rakim. You know what I'm saying? And he's just, to me, he's everything in hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? And he's still going on today. And he did this collab with Lotto. No disrespect to either of them because they're in their own right. They're doing their thing, especially the God MC Rock Kim Allah. But this song, Don't Sweat the Techniques with Lotto and Rock Kim, I don't know what people were thinking. And I don't even really think Rock Kim was on the track. I think they sampled from his song because it doesn't sound like he was on the track. It sounds like his lyrics that came off of the song so yeah that's my oil and water don't mix because to me that's 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 a bad collab and i don't think she did that um that track any justice and stuff so she could have did something a little different but when you go with the god mc rakim man you got to come with it this is this is like your favorite mc's favorite mc <laughs> you know what i'm saying so this is what your pops grew up on <laughs> talk it so yeah so that's my oil and water don't mix, man. I, I think that's that's a bad collab, man. So, you know, let's let's try to do better, um, music industry. Let let's try to do better. All right. For my oil and water don't mix, I see in this uh song is with Sting and Twister called Stolen Car. <laughs> <laughs> you guys gotta hear it for yourself to hear what I'm talking about. But yeah, go check that. I heard the song and I was like, Man, what is this? But I gotta keep it all the more positive side. They're both good artists to do songs in their own right. In their own right, yeah. It's just that they just shouldn't have done the song together. Like you know, Twister, they got songs from back in the day. You got Overnight Celebrity, Kanye West. You got songs with T Pain. Got all this song, all this other stuff. And then, yeah, um, Sting, he has songs on his, in his own genre that yeah. he has. But the band, the Police. Yep. You know stuff, and it's been a lot of his um, music has been sampled on. So in their own right. They're amazing artists, but I just don't know what people were thinking when they came Put together and made together. this specific track. I'm not saying that they can't do a track that is good, both for the Twister and the Sting and the Lotto and Rakim. It's just that these particular ones we're talking about that have been made to us, and this is just our opinion, weren't good. Mm -hmm. But they're still good artists. Definitely. All right, so we're going to close it out. Just wanted to touch y'all on some stuff that we were thinking about. So go ahead, break and giving them style shells. All right, all right. You know, you can follow me on Instagram at GTVBrick, G-T-V-B-R-I-C-K. Or you can follow the video page at GTVBOP. Be on the lookout. We got the set the stage dropping from East Chicago. Mm. Got him dropping from Philly. Mm. Got a driver from Brooklyn. Mm. We got the Bishop video, music video mm. dropping real soon. I'm blessed. Be on the lookout for that. We shot that in Yo, Brooklyn. By, by, by Biggie Spot for me. We went to we went to Best Eye. So yeah. be on the lookout for that, man. Let them know your socials too. Huh? Definitely. My private on the gram is GTV7. And that's the word seven spelled out. And hit us up on our socials on Facebook group, All About Me Podcast. And on the gram, 
All About Me Podcast 7, and that is the numeral 7. Yeah. So, with that being said, we're going to close it out. Well, let me say one more thing. I ain't mean to cut Go you ahead. off. You know, anybody listening to this, if y'all want to sponsor us, you already know, send us some shirts. I wear a large. What size you wear? Uh, a large, and we'll definitely wear it on the camera yeah. when we do our um, promos for our videos. And, we shout and you definitely out. shout you out mm-hmm. and draw attention to your um your web pages so it can drum up some more um revenue for you. Yeah, just be another form of networking. One hand wash the other, Irvin. And both hands wash the face. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that being said, never let the sun set on a day you don't increase your knowledge. Education promotes elevation. Travel with peace, yerk. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All I know is Brick better come holla at me, but that's not what I'm here for. The All About Me podcast, hosted by Infinite and Brick. Did I say Brick? I believe I did, just in case I didn't. Brick, Brick, and Brick. Okay, got it out of my system. The All About Me podcast, hosted by Infinite and Brick. There goes that name again, on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. I wonder if Brick likes white girls. OMG. This ends another show. We appreciate you listening. Hit us up on all social media. Hit us up on all social platforms at All About Me Podcast. Until next time, be easy and travel in peace.